podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Oh my god. Totally. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the (laughs) Movie Movie Podcast episode number 83. This is the only podcast where men in their 30s talk about movies. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is host. Alex Alex is host. That's right, everyone. We're going to go around the horn and introduce your panel this time and every time. First, we have Russ. I'm just a 35-year-old man who thinks my opinions matter. Pete. I used to think I could write movies. And, of course, Tiggs. I'm only 35 for another week. Oh, <laughs> uh, Just wait until you get to This is 40. Uh... Oh, it's, it's not their story. It's uh, all of our stories. Is that when this podcast ends? When we finally get to our white whale? Yeah, once we're all in our 40s, we rewatch This is 40. We've talked about this off air. Oh my god, <laughs> we have? Yes. I don't remember this. You were sitting right next to, you were, we were sitting uh, in these exact positions. I don't listen. No, this <laughs> makes sense. All right, now gentlemen, gentlemen, please. <gasps> That's the uh, You need a gavel. <laughs> now, just, just in case you're joining us for the first time, uh, what we're going to do is... <laughs> We're going to pick, okay, now we're going to pick a movie film that they have seen. A movie film? Uh, and we're going to discuss it, and, and not necessarily just the plot points going bit by bit, uh, but it's going to be a reaction. Um, we're actually not uh, going to go bit by bit at all. I don't think we've <laughs> no. ever done the plot points. <laughs> no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to do that. Oh, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're discussing the, uh, the unique spin that we put on the 30-year-old movie podcast. When when someone goes to iTunes yep. and they have to pick a podcast, oh yeah, they want something fresh. Also, iTunes is no more as of like today. Yeah, <laughs> did that really happen? Yeah, apparently yeah. it happened. And listen, oh. we all know Adnan did it, so mm. might as well listen to something a little bit more fun. So, well, Alex, you were... guys, if we're going to get to the bottom of this, this sounds like a mystery. <laughs> and Alex, who better for that? You were describing for someone who's never listened before. What about someone who has listened to this podcast? Yeah, what before? are they in store what for? What are they? What's new? Oh, you're going to hear your favorite jesters of the mic, <laughs> Gabon, about. The flicks that they've seen and the feelings that it's given them. That doesn't make it. No, that was that was bad. That that was, didn't live up to the first part. Um, I had a really good. I had a really good. I hope this going. entire podcast is just an intro. <laughs> it could be. It's lining up to be. Well, you know. Who then you have to subscribe to our Patreon to get the actual podcast for oh, this month. What a great idea! Well, you know who needs no introduction. You've seen him towering above. Giant buildings. Oh. He no, breathes King fire. King Kong. Elton John. We're talking about Brightburn. <laughs> oh. Got him. Got him. I see what you did there. Classic Tiggs hosting bit right there. Yeah. <laughs> the old misdirection. So, in in the new world order of Alex, do we still rust down or no? Oh, we have uh, to. Yeah, we have to rust down. The people you <laughs> give oh, these people he's, he's going to pull out his phone. Russ, quick, give the summary. No, okay, I, I, don't, okay. I don't want to do that. What if I miss right. out the word? It was directed by David Yaravesky, who's a guy. Yep. What if a child from another world crash-landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? That's it? That's it? That's it. 
That's a question. Apparently, Uh, they just, like, when they pitched this movie, they just copied and pasted that paragraph over and over and over again, because that's all the movie does with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I think it's, like, it's fun. It's got some certain, like, interesting things in it, but, like, it never really goes past the premise. Like, no, it doesn't. It It doesn't try to, either. Yeah, which is a bummer, because, like, I, because the whole thing, like, so when he goes, he goes kind of crazy because of the spaceship. Like he yep. was supposed to be doing this, <laughs> which if you're gonna do, okay, great. So now this is a movie about nature versus nurture, and right. so play in that. And then they don't play in that. No. Except they hint at it every once in a while when he's like, when you almost get the sense that like he's not gonna kill someone as long as they don't tell his parents. Right. Like he just doesn't want to disappoint them. But then right. it, it moves away from that. It just like I was like, man, you got a really fun movie here. Um. You, you wanna, you wanna, you want. It's like it, you know, it's like th- that that family that got a pool in your neighborhood when they just stopped <laughs> wanting to go in the pool because they've just had a pool for too long. Mill pool. <laughs> but but like, so what's the difference between like this and just like the Omen or something like that? Like it's just like the kid's creepy, right? It Is was that... straight up Smallville. He's literally Superman. Yeah, yeah. he's literally Superman. Yeah. yeah. And that's why... That's, that's, the, that's the difference between yeah. this and The Omen, is that it's Superman. That's why, you know, that's why it's called Bright Oh, uh, Are you that's... saying the Antichrist isn't a superhero? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he doesn't have the power of flight. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but, but he gets a costume and everything, too, right? Like, he makes it, a costume. He makes his own costume. That, that kind of comes out of nowhere, which is like... It, you almost get the sense that it's just creepy. Like, he just made a creepy thing. Yeah. And it never felt like it meant anything or was for a purpose. It was... Yeah... I, yeah, I don't know. Um, the the uh, the whole thing was it was yeah again it was fine. Yeah, I, I like the. Did it actually it's become like, a horror movie though? Yeah, well that's the annoying thing. Yeah. That horror movie. There's a scene or two. Yeah, that this kid's set up to be like a super powerful, um, you know, a Superman character, and then they just change it into a basic slasher movie. Like all the people he kills, he does it like a normal like. With horror movie tropes about how they film it and everything, which except for the last one, except for the last one, that yeah, was I good. Like that. that was good. <laughs> that uh, one I really liked. Yeah, I thought that was that was well done. The ending was very good. Yeah. Uh, so this is written by James Gunn. I think it was it was written by two of his brothers. Two of not, his brothers, not the ones you know, <laughs> not Sean Gunn. I think the problem. I almost wish this movie yada yada a lot of the shit in in the middle. And it was already only, like, 80 minutes long. Right. So it's like, the beginning, cool, let's get to the end, and then let's get to the shit at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, like, like, I I want to see that. Because that's, because I don't know what, because I don't know what that world is. Yeah. And I think that was the thing that got me, like, they, like, by making it a traditional kind of slasher movie, just with superhero grafted onto it. You, you understand the tropes, you understand how everything works. And I was more interested in seeing, like, okay, if Superman is a kid and bad, what the fuck does that look like for the world? Yeah. Sure. I sure. don't know that. Would this movie have made more sense ten years ago? Like, I was saying to Pete, like, if this came out, like, around the same time or before Chronicle, I feel like we'd all love it. Oh, I forgot about Chronicle. Yeah, well, the problem is, is that it's really trying to... Um emulate Zack Snyder's um, type of of superhero filming, so it feels very referential without ever really doing anything that, like, say, a parody would, or an homage really would. It's just like... And it's like, you see, like, this comes as close as you possibly can come to copyright infringement without infringing copy. Yep. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like a lot of long, lingering shots on things on the farm, you know. Oh, God. All right. Well, guys, uh, anyone have anything else to say on that one? Not really. It's just, like, I think I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, well, I wasn't wasn't expecting a basic slasher. Yeah. I'm curious to see the Brightburn Cinematic Universe. Well, that's the Super Uh, Cinematic Universe, right? Yeah, yeah, Super started it. Uh, Yeah? Is that... Is anyone clamoring for that? He well, he shows up in the credits. Yeah, the, uh, there's like a credit scene of a news reporter talking about all the like. It clearly feels like the Batman versus Superman scene when he's just listing out the people. Oh yeah, and uh, he, and then they show a picture and uh, Rain Wilson supers in it. Yeah, C- cool. And th- the next question, uh, no, no one's clamoring. For that. No, no one wants it. If Blank Man was uh, there, see, into that, it. That's the part that really felt like. A parody as well as an homage, and the yeah. rest of it just was just okay. We thought of this idea and we did it, and that's it. I think there is room for like a weird, funny version of all this kind of stuff, yeah, or I like agree. a different take on it. But I don't know. I don't know if this is it. Uh, again, um, <clears throat> for things I didn't know, people were clamming for uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Wow, he keeps it moving. Wow, I, really like I like this. I like the pace of this one. I'm into it. It's almost like he hasn't seen any of these movies. (laughs) And he'd rather be doing something else. (laughs) Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Written and directed by Michael Doherty. He wrote X2 and directed Trick or Treat, which is a very fun movie. Oh, that is a fun movie, actually. I liked it a lot. Uh, Those are two really good credits. Yeah. The uh, Godzilla. The cryptozoological agency Monarch faces off against a battery of god-sized monsters including the mighty Godzilla who collides with Mothra, Rodan, and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed King Ghidorah. I didn't know King Ghidorah was his first. I always thought it was Ghidra. And second, I thought that... I didn't know he was the ultimate uh, nemesis. I I thought everyone was the nemesis. uh, uh, The Americans. I I did, too. (laughs) I thought his nemesis was Matthew Broderick. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this movie is balls. Um, they destroyed really, Boston, didn't it? Oh, they, oh man. Uh, yeah, I was texting Tiggs afterwards. It was like, this movie was a This solid, is the like, most disaster movie ever made. Yeah. Wait, really? Because people seem to take notes. I and you... really disliked it. It's just like, this was a movie that doesn't understand what an audience surrogate is and thinks, like, all this movie... Because this movie sets up as like, hey, remember that last movie in which there was Godzilla fighting two monsters? Um, yeah. There's 17 monsters around the world. Oh, yeah. Um, and the bad guys are trying to wake up these 17 monsters. Um, y'all want to follow some humans for three hours? Well, And it's like, they're not, they weren't audience surrogates. Like, we had to watch them do so much, and it took so much time away from the, like, there would be a monster fight in the background that you would just hear. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, really? They're, yeah. They're, the, the problem with this movie is it's, it's, oh, it's like two and a half hours. There are shitload of fights. But I could not have given any less of a flying fuck about Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, who I love, or like Vera Farmiga. I, I, I don't. I like. I, I was like. I don't care. Every time I see you, you're just trying to explain to me a very simple plot. Monsters oh are fighting monsters. I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> it was the absolute you're simplest trying, plot. Yeah. Now, you're now, now, trying to make it bigger than it is. It's not a big fucking deal. Godzilla fights monsters. Uh, whatever. Fucking show me that movie, because every time they're actually fighting, I'm like, this is cool as hell. Yeah. And now, Ken, Wa- Ken Watanabe is the connective tissue, right? Yes. And yes. Uh, Sally Hawkins is in both. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think that's it? 
I think so. Sally yeah. Hawkins makes a breath of, a, of an appearance in this movie. Yeah, I think she her contract said two, but her face said one in, <laughs> one, in one quarter, please. Um, yeah. They, it's like it, it just, uh, like, Oscar winner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just every single time that they just took so much attention away from the monsters, and it was just like, it was so boring. Um, and I have to say, uh, what, what's her name? Vera Familia? What's her, what's her last name? Oh, Familia. Familia. Familia, yeah. Um, was Familia. the Familia. worst yeah. written female character um, I've seen since just Jurassic World, probably. But, well, yeah, that's um, accurate. It's, she is so poorly not, written. She doesn't have not her, not her motivation. Her motivation so didn't make sense in the beginning, and they didn't make sense at the end. And so even when they, like, flip her character... None of it makes sense. After At, she caused the death of millions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, so... And Fenway fucking... Park, so... Oh, no, she's No, a that was Millie Bobby Brown called... Yeah, no, that was, yeah, she was the one who went uh, so, so, of all the monsters, which one was your guy's favorite? Oh, that, that, remember when I said the that there's, there's 17 of them? We, we, we see four of we them. We see four, and they keep talking about King Kong the whole <laughs> fucking oh my God. movie. They mention King Kong... More than they mention any of the other monsters with the exception of Godzilla. Yeah. This movie felt like Fuller House and the Olsen twins are King Kong. Like, it was, it was insane. <laughs> I, know, I haven't seen Fuller House. Yeah, you have to explain that reference. <laughs> I refuse to explain that reference. Um, oh, the old peppermint. Uh, yeah, all right. They yeah. would not shut the fuck up about King Kong. No. Every He's single like, Where's thing Where's King Kong? Where's King Kong? <laughs> hey, do you guys think we should go to Skull Island? Do you guys yeah. hear about the thing on Skull Island? How about we go to Skull Island? So, so as I said, there are 17 monsters in this world. Yeah. We see four of them fight. Yeah. Um, and there's maybe two other monsters that sh- oh three other monsters that show up at one point, and one okay. of them is from the last movie. Like, yes. we've you you teased twelve other th- just show show us stop showing us fucking Kyle Chandler saying maybe if we fill the balloon up with too much air it will pop like it's the, it, like no, as Russ said like what? his his, his <laughs> all of their fixes are the stupidest simplest shit that's uh, so annoying. How was Mothra? I always thought Mothra was cute. Dude, I thought Mothra was fucking adorable. And that's the thing that's frustrating is there you could kind of see like a hair of a personality in the monsters, but you had to look very carefully because if you blinked, the next hour would be nothing but humans. Yeah. And it's like they designed them beautifully. I thought Mothra looked fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's actually a design. There's a scene where it's like two humans are talking in front of it and there's like, you can actually see monsters fighting in the background (laughs) and they're just having some bullshit conversation. It's like, why are we watching this? This movie, like it doubled down on humans. Yeah. Which is so weird. But but, like, we didn't go to a Godzilla movie to see how the humans are going to figure shit out. Than to see a ten-year-old like save the world. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but but how would you balance that movie out? Like, how, I don't care. You, you wouldn't. <laughs> balance, yeah, you wouldn't balance it. It's it's June. It's a fucking Godzilla movie. Yeah. That has that you're saying has 17 monsters. Just let Godzilla fight a bunch of monsters. And if you need a character, have them be in a fucking hot air balloon, dangling a piece of meat, bringing Godzilla to fight another monster. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like. Like Ken Watanabe figures it out. Oh, Godzilla! There's a there's a there's another monster that's trying to be the king of the monsters. Yeah. Uh, shit. Actually, no. We need Godzilla. Okay. So I just need to see a couple of humans like Ken Watanabe get like helping Godzilla get where he needs to get, helping clear cities out so people don't die as much. That's all. Yeah. And then I want to see Godzilla wreck house. <laughs> we'll talk about this more when Detective Pikachu comes up, but. 
Why is Ken Watanabe so sad? No, Why does he look so sad in everything now? Well, after Inception, he's still part of the dream, he he's thinks. He's so sad. Um, when did Godzilla become an ally? He's all... The first one, he is definitely not an ally. Well, he I, can decide. Well, he was there to kill those two monsters and then go back to yeah. bed. You know, like, you know, which was also the plot he's, of... He's, he's like a dad who comes home from like work late doing like a night shift and like his kids are fucking around so he wakes up he yells he throws a couple people around and he goes back to sleep yeah. I think he just wants to be like left yeah. alone well, that's he, why he always that had a scene. face turn and like even in like the classic movies like he like by the second one he was a good guy that's what I mean by the second yeah the first one he is you know an allegory for the the, the, the horrors of nuclear it, war like, that's yeah see, I really like the scene which at the beginning when Ken Watanabe is um, appearing before uh, the senate or whatever and he's like um, so they're like, oh, what? So Godzilla would be our pet? And he's like, no, no. we'd be his. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and, you, and you get that he believes it and want, and makes it make sense. And, like, that's never discussed ever no. again. And, like, yeah, it never really it. sees nope. that. It's, God, it's so fucking stupid. I, I, I th- as a kid, I probably would have enjoyed this movie a lot more than I did. I so know. this is the second movie here that's building a cinematic universe. Yeah, uh, the, the, the movie monster said, yeah, this is the true dark universe. Yeah, it just, but, but it just never shows the fights. It just, it cuts to other people doing a lot of uninteresting shit. Not to spoil this movie or anything, but... That's fine. But Mothra, is that like, is, is there like the Super Metroid moment at the end of this where Mothra dies and like, it's like, uh, gets and just like falls on top of Godzilla to bring it back to yeah, life? did Godzilla yes. take Mothra's okay, last one that's up? that's what I thought. This is, that's... <laughs> All I yeah. could think of was just like, oh, this is like the Metroid coming in and like yeah. the, the, the dust falling on Samus. It's, All right, so it's overall... kind of I'm tired of seeing like female characters die at the at the sake of a, helping a man. I was very I was, like, I was very worried you're just going to stop after characters there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, we're going to move on from the King of the Monsters <laughs> to oh, the quick, King the la- of the... the last observation that I made to Tiggs as well, I want us to get Russ's take on this. Didn't it feel that um, Bradley Whitford and Thomas Middleditch just switched roles at some point and no one talked about what? it? Yes. Didn't they feel like they were playing... Yeah, they were they should have been playing opposite character. Like, why was Bradley Whitford... He felt like the Jake Johnson character in Jurassic World. Like, he felt like <laughs> he was supposed to be 23. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. no weirdness. Yeah. I... This I movie really felt very much like Jurassic World. Oh, I don't like that hearing that at all. I hate it. All right, all right, guys, we're moving on from the King of the Monsters to the King of the Pocket Monsters That's with really Detective Pikachu. Oh. He's natural at this. <laughs> Alex is host. Alex, Alex is, is host. host. <laughs> uh, so, Detective Pikachu is something that I would not believe I would be so excited for, but that trailer was. So much fun. And you love uh, the 3DS game. How is the movie? Well, do I rust down it? Or yeah, rust down. we need Shit, to rust, rust down it. I'm sorry. God. Yep. Uh, Alex no longer hosts. Alex no longer hosts. A little power hungry. <laughs> Pokemon Detective Pikachu. In a world where people collect Pokemon to do battle, a boy comes across an intelligent talking Pikachu who seeks to be a detective. Yep. Not exactly, but yeah. sure. Yeah, he's just kind of um, trying to solve That person who wrote that blurb did not see the movie, but no. read the title read the- <laughs> and saw that Ryan Reynolds was the voice of Pikachu. He was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I can do what I can. So this movie. it The world building is incredible. Loved it. Yeah. Um, the plot is a very stupid. <laughs> uh, but no. it's 
also for a 10-year-old. It is for a 10-year-old. Okay. Yeah. This movie, is it PG? Uh, yeah, yes. It's I mean, there it's are, like, that. Pokemon getting high and, like, basically, like, d- taking steroids to go crazy. Yeah, those Pokemon are doing bath salts. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but God, ostensibly, like, this is a straight-up kids movie that, like, it's light on its feet, it builds a world real fast, and it just, I don't know, I just had a lot of, I just really fucking liked what I was looking at. No, it's and if fun. I was kid, I would really like this movie. It's fun. The, it's the, the design is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's possibly the best um, I've ever seen a movie, like, recreate animated characters to fit in the real world. And, and and nailed the design like in an age of like how stupid Sonic looked, how everyone stupid looked in like Mario Brothers. Like every video game or cool comic world. character looks so good. Who has always yeah. I'm sorry, has always looked so bad, and they nailed what the Pokemon yeah. looked like. And yeah. at no point are you like, is that a that? No, it, it's no, yeah, it just looks exactly. Like it. It's exactly yeah. what you think it is, but it works. They put care <laughs> into it. Um, it's uh, dumb. Yeah. What is it? Did you? The world is incredible. The fir- like the the first yeah. three minutes are like, so we're gonna go into a city that's not really like Pokemon. So here's the first three minutes is talking about catching a Pokemon and what Pokemon mean to people, and that's and now let's go on with the rest of it. So like, yeah. here's what you know if you played the video game or if you played that's Pokemon you Go, do. and now here's our world, and it's it's economical too because it like fucking goes off with a bang. Like that movie does In not stop. Five down. minutes, no. you know everything about the world. Yeah. Five minutes, like it. it it is, you could know nothing about Pokemon and figure it out, or you can know everything about Pokemon and appreciate that they're, like, really respecting, like, this isn't yeah, something Lord. that, like, doesn't respect the lore of Pokemon, like, it, or that, like, eschews it because it's trying to make it more mature. It's like, oh, yeah, no, everything that has happened has happened. We're just building a story on top of yeah. that. Uh, it, it, I mean, how is the actual, like, Pokemon battling? Like, does that actually... There wasn't any. Oh, there is almost one at one point. Yeah. This is a scene where that doesn't really happen. With a bath salts up Charizard. That was about it. I'm imagining that Team Rocket was just behind everything, right? (laughs) Aren't they always? (laughs) The death Um, of Team Rocket. Yeah. uh, Oh, shit. What did I want to talk about? Um, I forgot. How Bill Uh, Nye decided, yeah, I'll be the bad guy in this movie. (laughs) Spoiler. Well, okay. So, how is the, the. Okay. Well, how is the. The mystery of Detective Pikachu. At some point, are they like, forget it, Charizard? It's Mahogany Town. Like, oh my God! I wish they said that. Oh, that would have been awesome, Alex. Um, it's the the <laughs> on fire. The mystery night. is very very slow, and it feels like they. It almost feels like they are um, gathering clues and hints and trying to solve a mystery that isn't the actual mystery of the movie, because once it gets to what the actual bad guy plot was, you're like, really? Yeah. This is weird. This yeah. feels like it comes out of nowhere doesn't make any sense. Um, and Because also, they don't do anything with it. Uh, like, I don't know if I, we're spoiling Detective Pikachu. We, uh, I think we can spoil Detective weird. Pikachu at this point. Alex, is it okay <laughs> I, if I spoil Detective Pikachu? Spoil the, yeah, as long as you stop saying it. <laughs> so when Bill Nye takes over Mewtwo's body and turns people into Pokemon... Mm-hmm. I thought you said Bill Nye at first, not Nye. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, you know. Bill Nye plus one. Um, he, <laughs> plus five. So when he turns people into Pokemon, in my head I'm like, cool, we're going to get to see these people be Pokemon for a little while, and that could be fun. And then they're like, no, no, don't worry about those people. Um, that's that's fine. <laughs> it's like they, it's almost like 
what they did is that they wrote this movie just by putting all these clues and like places that they wanted them to go to investigate the mystery and then never thought of what the mystery was. <laughs> Because it seems Weird. to come out of nowhere and makes very little sense. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds shows up at the end. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I still don't fully fucking get that. As the kid's dad. <laughs> what? Alex, other spoiler, Pikachu's his dad. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> Pikachu's his dad. That was... I, I really did not understand what that was going on. Wait, Dad's body's dead? And he didn't wreck it, like... Yeah, he didn't that, recognize his dad's voice. This. <laughs> Nor did his dad recognize him. His dad's Pikachu gave up his own life yeah. to save Ryan Reynolds so he could drink a bunch of coffee <laughs> and hang out with his son and reconnect. But Not it does that. that dumb movie thing. Like, the second it shows that his dad which on screen... dumb movie thing? <laughs> and it's like, the second you see his dad on screen at the beginning in flashbacks, but you don't see his dad's face, it's like, oh, so it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, I wish they would oh. something else instead, but once again, it's for kids, yeah, and exactly. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, how is Ryan Reynolds, though? Is he funny? Is he... He's, he's, he's funny, yeah. This he's is kind of what I almost would have wanted that PG-13 Deadpool, Deadpool 2 cut to be, like, to go hard on being kind of, like, cutie. Yeah. And, and how's the kid? I forget his name. It's, Justice uh, Smith? Justice Smith, yeah. yeah. I like him. He's he fine. was in uh, yeah. Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. For, oh, for us to bring oh, up Jurassic right. World for the third time. Man, today. everything is Jurassic World wow. today. We're just living in a Jurassic uh, World. What uh, I gotta say, I was really impressed by how fucking creeped out I was by Ditto. Oh, Ditto's oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's Ditto terrifying. was so creepy. Ditto's a creepy ass Pokemon in general, but yeah, they they do. Yeah. You know, they they actually they talk deep about kind of uh, some of the stuff sometimes. Um, so, at, like, if, you, if you're if you a fan of Pokemon at all, you're sure. going to really like it. Even if you know, like, basic stuff from, like, just, like, first gen, which is all I know. Um, it's fun. It's dumb. It's, it's Detective Pikachu. Put it on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, is that anyone else have anything to add? I think that really sums it up. Yeah, it's um, a good I, movie. I, it's I, good I, yeah, I want to see more movie. movies in this world. I don't think you need to put talking Pokemon character ever again, but I want to see more movies like this. I think this is the yeah. perfect world to set every single Pokemon film in until uh, the end of time. Also, did you read that, uh, according to the writers and the producers, this takes place in the same universe that the original Pokemon animated movie takes place in? Oh. oh. That makes sense. Like, I, that, I just, I like that, Mewtwo, that Mewtwo is the Mewtwo from the movie, nice. from the first movie. All right. I, I buy I it. Mean, I buy it. This is probably the best live-action a video game movie of all time, right? This is the best video game movie of all time. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. And I uh, watched about 40 minutes of Final Fantasy Spirits Within last night. Is that technically live action? <laughs> uh, uh, they look so alive. <laughs> I can't well, Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> so good. Alright, well, speaking of the Spirits Within, um, these, you better be not letting her drink these spirits when That's she good. is with only with herself. We're talking ah. about Ma. Wow. That was weird. <laughs> it, was, it took a while to get to that one. Yeah. I just know that I just know that gif for this movie. Yeah, well this is uh Ma, oddly enough, uh directed by Tate Taylor of the Help fame. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it makes literally no sense. No, it I... it, it explains why Alison Johnny's in it though, right? Huh. Yes. For no literally no reason. That. Anyway, Rust Down, Ma, directed by Tate Taylor, inexplicably. 
uh, a lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at her house. Just when the kids think their luck couldn't get any better, things start happening that make them question the intention of their host. This movie's creepy. Very weird. Um, I don't understand what I saw. It's a weird movie because movies that are set up like this, you would think that, like, the entire time this per like, revenge movies, it's like, oh man, this person's been thinking about revenge forever and been planning on how they're going to do it, and finally this is the time for their plan to come into fruition. Yeah. This movie's literally like... She uh, Ma runs into that dude. She's like, "Oh shit, I could get revenge." Yeah. Like it's the weirdest. Oh, oh. This movie, it's it's so weird how families in this movie just randomly like, "Oh, uh, we need them to go find Ma, so we should probably just give them a dog for yeah, this scene, so that they have to go to the vet." Um, yeah. That didn't make any sense. Um, everyone in this town knows each other, and like no one knows that she's still there. Yeah, it's not a big town. She no. works at the front desk of a business. <laughs> Literally everyone in the town has a pet. And this tiny town has multiple vets? Because the uh, the father is There's just two like, vets. sorry, our vet just moved away. We gotta get a new one. That's why we're here. <laughs> okay, so you guys gotta back up a little bit. Okay, let me uh, see if I can. Yep, I'm further back now. Does it sound like right. that? We just backed up. Literally... <laughs> It's a bit. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, what, you gotta explain <laughs> to me this movie a bit more. Like, it's, yeah, okay, I don't I, know that I can. So, okay, so is it? It gets. It's, it's just creepy. weird. I would never call it ever scary. There is. There's. There. It's tense at times. It's. It's more. Uh, I want to like, say. Is it fun? Like, is it fun? Like, is it like? There are some very fun some moments. moments. Yeah, it has moments. Um, she's great. I uh, didn't see, yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And by she, I mean uh, Allison Janney. Um, okay, thank you. Obviously, in the three scenes that she shows up. Yeah, Allison, uh, Academy Award winner. Did she win that year? Uh, yeah, uh, for, for Icon. Uh, Academy Award winner, Allison Janney, and multiple Emmy Award winner. Don't get me wrong. Yes, obviously. Um, uh, West Wing Zone, Allison Janney. Yeah. Mom uh, Zone, Allison Janney. Is in Ma for like three times, and all she does is walk on screen to yell at Octavia Spencer. Which Get off your phone. Nothing it. to her character. It's no. the weirdest thing. Like we get, like it's almost like, oh wow, people really push Ma. Ma's been crazy forever. Yeah, yeah. She didn't need to get pushed off the edge. She's been waiting for this to happen. Yeah, like when when the whole reveal of her daughter comes in, and you're like, oh, this was a crazy woman. As I said, that stumbled onto this revenge plot. And to be fair, like not to, I mean, we're about to give away a bunch of this plot, but. Like, Ma's been planning revenge on these, like, piece of shits that were, like, people that treated her like shit this whole time. She should be off her phone when she's at work. Like, I, like yeah, her boss is being just like, crimes. I need you to pre- I need you to prep this dog. This is your job. Please do it. No, you know, come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> honestly, like, I'm being dead serious right now. Alex I'm more, is speechless. Alex is. I'm actually more confused now than I was before. Okay. Because well, when I saw, haven't mentioned oh. the children. <laughs> No, we haven't. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, like I thought this was going to be, like, a crazy party movie where the kids all of a sudden start getting picked off by a crazy lady. That not really. Slash no. Nope. Did any of it? Nah, let's not get it. And this isn't a spoiler, but, like, no, it is. It's a complete spoiler. Um, the boy ends up with no family. Oh, yeah. He's an orphan. Oh, yeah. He's literally orphaned in the movie, and it's like, okay, movie's over. <laughs> His uh, father's death was pretty fucked up. That was, uh... Yes. 
Uh, there was also a dick in the movie, by the way, Alex. Is that... also well, there's the bottom, weird, the yeah, bottom like, one. There's the shaft. You see, you I don't see understand that. her murder do technique. You? Oh, like, baby, yeah, you I, do. Yeah. Why pump a guy full of dog's blood just to slit his wrist? She was getting rid of his blood and replacing it with dog's blood because his blood was already dog's so blood. So he would stay he would stay alive longer what? with because he but was if she did but if but why if she slit his wrist he's gonna die right away. Don't you want him to be the dog that he is? I don't understand. This movie's con- you know again she's crazy. So <laughs> that, that's my answer is she's crazy. Uh, Great movie. It, yeah. Is there gonna be a mod too? Is that set up? No. no, she. Um, oh, you know well, what? We never I don't see know. The body. We never see. No, never we. See it, it ends with just like. Uh, Granted, she gets stabbed in the back with a very long knife and shakes it off like a champ. She, when she's walking around later, it does not seem like she was stabbed whatsoever. No, it's great. Also, what happens to her daughter? The movie made a lot of orphans. Yeah, movie made yeah. a lot of orphans. Uh, I liked her daughter as a character too. So I really enjoyed when everything's going to hell and all the kids are tied up in the basement and they're like. So remember when we set up a, a reason why Ma hates two of these kids? And then they were like, oh, we never figured out why she doesn't like the black kid. Um, paint him white? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. What? That was one. I audibly laughed out loud. Oh, <laughs> absolutely same. Absolutely same. It was just because, like, she was mad at the one kid who was so vain about his body, and she yep. hates cool kids. She's mad at the, like... The big mouth girl, so she shows shows her, her mouth shut. Which is, yeah. She the kid lies to her, so she stabs him after making out with him. I feel like there's like a four hour cut of this movie where she I, like I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch. I'd it. watch. I wish this was like it, and we got two movies: one when Ma was a kid, and one when Ma now. Ma and Um is gonna be. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm legitimately more confused now than I was before yeah. I started talking to you guys. Yeah, but was it fun? Uh, like. Should I see it? Uh, yeah, I talk about yeah. that movie forever. It's that. It's so weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's creepy. It's weird. That makes sense. Is see? this like this is like a platinum dunes or anything? Is it like is it Ghost House? No, or... It's Ghost House or Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse. Yeah. Bh. This movie stars two Academy Award winners. Yeah. And oh. was was Julianne Lewis ever nominated when she was younger and talented? Probably for like uh, that. Probably. Juliet Lewis? Lewis? Yeah, Juliet Lewis is in it. Yeah. Well, in that case, I gotta see it twice. (laughs) Uh, Alright, well, speaking of uh, children getting up to no good in a movie, Okay. Aladdin is another film that is unrelated. And let's hear about that. Yeah, sure, Aladdin. uh, Guy Ritchie, I guess this is what he does now. Uh, that should be the whole rust down. <laughs> a kind-hearted street urchin and a power-hungry grand vizier vie for a magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. Yep. Did uh, they just okay. not mention the genie in that? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Why were they being coy about genies in the description of the live-action remake of Aladdin? Uh, oh, okay. It, it, wh- are, are you guys done with these? Rust downs? I, I, no, no. I, no. The Disney live-action remake. No, I've never I, been on board. I'm actually into we them. Don't, we don't need this many, and we don't need them this all. We don't need three in a year for certain. Um, no, but don't you worry, because we're going to get four this year. Okay. Oh, yeah, Lion King's still coming. Yeah, and, we, we've had... And they pushed Maleficent 2 
to October from two, from 2020 oh, just God. to capitalize on the bajillion D dollars that they feel like making. Uh, okay, it, like I I know people really actually really like the Jungle Book. Uh, I like Jungle Book, and I know people hated Dumbo. I haven't seen it, but uh, well, I just think Jungle Book works better because no one remembers the movie Jungle Book that well. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Um, everyone fucking remembers Aladdin, and everyone fucking remembers Lion King. Yeah, and especially I, when you make a movie that looks so weird like Aladdin does, I don't see how it could interest me whatsoever. Well. But they, there is there are changes to it, if I'm not mistaken. There's new songs. They they revamp some characters. Yep. Like I know Jasmine actually apparently has some depth and things like that, which she's sounds got some great. More depth. And and actually, and the uh, actress who portrays Jasmine, I forget her name, but she's really fucking good in this movie. Um, Scott. Yeah. Uh, the the actor who portrays Aladdin, not good. Uh, and that's kind of the biggest attractor of this fucking movie. Um, is that the guy who plays Aladdin is just has like zero charisma. Um, and and just. Is just very stiff at acting. Uh, I, I think the first half of this movie is pretty bad, and then, and, but and then like, but then like the Prince Ali scene hits, and that's a fucking phenomenal scene. That that yeah, whole like, song number is great. Like and they turned it, into a Bollywood style song. Yeah, number, it right? hundred percent it, it is, uh, and it's yeah. and it's super fun, and it's like, and it's pretty good after that. But like, if if this could have actually been really really well done, if I just like a couple of actors were replaced. This movie actually could have worked. Um, oh, who like, else would you replace? Uh, Jafar. Oh, I've heard he's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jafar and Aladdin because Will Smith kills it. Um, I heard he just becomes Hitch. He does. He point. becomes Hitch at one point. It's awesome. <laughs> it's hysterical. At one point, he they're kicks, just uh, Jasmine in the face while jumping on her jet ski. <laughs> and then he needs to go take Benadryl and everything. It's um. <laughs> at one point, he's just like. <laughs> They're like, uh, make me a prince. He's like, well, you know, you got to worry about that. You could say, make me a prince. And he like basically snaps and like creates like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and like a very far away scene. Like, it's very funny. There are very funny. He is very good at bits of this. Um, Or no, he's very good throughout this. He's great when he plays Hitch. Um, There are, but there's like, but the main character and the main villain need to be replaced, (laughs) and that's the problem with this. Like, oh man. Uh, one Does of Iago favorite... speak, or is Iago even in it? Yeah, is there any Iago character? Iago is in it. He has, like, barely... He, spe- he speaks as though a parrot would speak. In, oh, like, so, like, uh, like, in Gilbert Godfrey's voice. <laughs> if only it was Gilbert Godfrey's voice, but it would be, like, like, you know, two words or three words at a time, and that's it. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, my favorite tweet joke about this uh, movie that I saw was, like, the trailer feels like... Uh, Rich crazy person Will Smith forces poor actors to to act out Aladdin with him. It's kind of true. It's that's that's not too far away from the truth. Uh, but okay, so this is on like the higher end of these Disney remakes, though. Yeah, it's doing well. It's uh cleaning the it's cleaning the fuck up. It's making a shitload of money. I think it's probably. I mean, again, I've only seen Jungle Book, but I think this is probably. Well, pe- people like uh, Beauty and the Beast a lot. Right? Oh, yeah, I like Beauty and the Beast, too. But well, no, I, like I would, I would take this. Lion King's going to make the most money out of all of them, but I think it only goes down from here. After, after Lion King, I think the returns are going to go down and down and down. We also, like, Lion King looks too real. It looks very real. Yeah, it's actually kind of scary. Right? Oh, it looks like a, it's uh, forbidden that, that movie Dinosaur. Planet? Remember that movie? From- like, the animals just oh. look like... The animals don't look like you remember. Like, at least yeah. in the Jungle Book, like, there was still some element of... I don't know. They, I, I think maybe it's also the setting. Like, the jungle, it's it's a little darker. It's it's more... It's, like, wetter. Look at, like, the Lion King setting is, like, 
bright and dry. So you're just looking at all these tan animals that look animals. like animals. straight up, straight up animals. I, I don't know. I just it's like, oh, that's Beyonce as that lion. I don't see it. Like, I feel like they they took the personality away from these characters. Yeah, but whatever. Well, I don't. I mean, it does it does seem though like with something like Aladdin, they they made an effort to like kind of fix some of the mistakes of the past and like actually like you know get people like appropriate for the parts to play yeah. them and things that, like it, they, but they only did that after they got flack for not doing that. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I never thought about what Russ was just saying, like. Lion King animated works so well because, like, the, you can have the animated animals look super expressive. Yeah. And I don't think you – like, the way they animate the lions, how can you really show that much expression on their faces? Yeah. Like, yeah. Scar like, looks – Like Alita so, Battle Angel. Like, Scar looks so – like, like a clear villain in the animated film. And Scar, the way they try to make him look that much different, it's like, oh, we'll just shave his mane – and like make him look a little like a tattoo. Yeah. Well, in an anime, Sorry, you can give again? an evil lion evil eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. Right. You can't do that when you're making when you're making it look like a real lion. Is Favreau doing Lion King? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, still, these I are not going to stop coming. No. So no. I think. No, they're not. They're, well, I don't. I don't think they have a property that makes as much money as Lion King does. I think, as I said, Lion King is going to make. Well, Lion King's been their golden goose for fucking almost twenty five years now. So yeah, and there's nothing that could that, that's even going to come close to what Lion King's going to make in terms of Disney remake. Until they do that Robin Hood one, Man, I'm or bad. until they do fucking Toy Story, but it's real. Oh, that Holy sounds terrifying. Crap. I don't think I could handle that. All right, takes anything else to say about Aladdin? No, no, that, that's about it. Yeah, I, it, enjoyable, but like half good, half bad. Could have been actually could have been good. Uh, well, you know, guys, um, I don't know about you, but I don't listen to soft shit uh, because <laughs> it's you. <laughs> You're the Rocket Man. Uh, so we're gonna hear from that one now. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. Uh, Rocketman, directed by Dector Fletcher, who also was the guy who stepped in to fix Bohemian Rhapsody after Brian Singer got off. Oh, no. I didn't realize that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same guy. He's got a type. Yeah, he does. Uh, gay rock. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> it is, uh, Alex. Admit it. It is. Okay, Rocketman. A musical fantasy about the fantastical human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. All right, Russ, only you and I saw this, right? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you think? It's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I, I think, I, yes, 100%. It is less Bohemian Rhapsody and more Mamma Mia. And that which, is, is, which is why it's more right. for Mamma Mia. <laughs> it's, a, it's a musical. Yeah, it's 100% a musical. Um it's, like some of the some of the music is him on stage, but a lot of it is like breaking into song, yeah, uh, which is more my speed. Some of it isn't even uh, Elton John songs. He does like a Who cover at one point. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's a flat out musical. But yeah. I, I I I enjoyed this more than Bohemian. Uh, I agree. It was it was a lot gayer, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, it was way more drugs. Uh, like there was, you got yeah. to, you got to really get a feel for like, oh man, this guy uh, is a real fucking drunk. 
Yeah, I mean, it starts. I mean, this movie starts strong, where you're just like, "Oh shit!" It's just him walking into AA, and the whole thing is just going to be kind of like him telling the story, and it's really good in, in that way. Um, don't like worry, the- he won't get far on Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I did enjoy the framing device of yeah. him walking into AA with that fucking ridiculous suit. Uh, but I, I, it's enjoyable. It might be. It's a little too long for rewatchability purposes. It is pretty long. But I will probably go back to like selected scenes of this movie. Yeah, I I liked it. Yeah, it's it's very uh, fun. I didn't didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah, it's Taron Egerton or Egerton. It's Joel Egerton, Uh, Taron Egerton. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought he was really good. I thought uh, Richard Madden as his like love interest slash frenemy. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was really yeah. good. Like that guy. I like this. Um, he's been great lately. Between this and Bodyguard, even though we don't talk about TV, yeah. um, Bodyguard was really good. Fantastic. Bodyguard was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's really enjoyable. I thought Bryce Dallas Howard was odd, was weird as his mother. Holy shit! That was uh, Bryce Dallas. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yet again, another Jurassic World. Yeah. Fucking connection. Man. But. It's basically, what if Bohemian Rhapsody was, like, better? And I feel like this framework of would have worked a lot better with Bohemian because their songs are so operatic and so yeah. uh, over the top that I feel like if you really leaned into the musical element uh, and had, like, kind of that magical realism that this one has in bits, I thought that would have played better because I fucking hated Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I mean, that, it would it definitely would have. Bohemian Rhapsody was trying to be more uh, straight out of Compton than anything else. And, like, yeah. and it just... It, and, it's super, and it's super weird, because, like, Bohemian was objectively a bad movie that was nominated for Best Picture, and Rocketman is going to come and go. You don't think and he'll I, get a nomination? I don't think he'll get a nomination. I think the movie is, uh, is going to be a success, yeah, and I think this is going to be proof that we're going to get a lot more of these movies going forward. There's the, what's the we'll next one? Have, uh, the fucking biopic cinematic universe coming up uh, soon. I mean, there's something else was was announced recently. I can't remember what it was, but I'm I'm like fully ready. It's going to be like, oh, there's going to be a Billy Joel one at some point. I'm uh, sure. And yeah, well, think about it. It's so easy to do. You license the music. It makes younger kids who think they're fucking original. Start listening to shit that's old. There's got to be a Ramones it, one at some point. Oh, that would be fucking sick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if they make a sequel to this, who would you cast as Eminem? Eminem. Yeah. Play a young Eminem. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you get fucking Machine Gun Kelly. Come on, guys. That, oh, the ultimate diss. Uh, all right, so this actually sounds like it's a... It's if, it. It, here's the thing. If you have even a cursory interest in a movie like this, you will enjoy it. If you hate movies like this, you'll hate it. Yeah, I, I, I have more Never. interest in this than Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I'm not yeah, going to ever see Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. except maybe I'll watch the last 20 minutes at Live Aid. That's a good. That's a good scene. Very uh, good but, scene. But this, because I like that the directors come out and be like, "This is." I'm sorry. He's like the director's like, "This is not a biopic." I was like, "I want to make that clear." The, is that what I was for like, Rocket Man. For Rocket Man, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to. Like, I'm not trying to make a biopic. He's like, "This is a musical." Yeah, and it is. It 100 percent is, and it knows it, and it's fun for that. It's it's a it's like a sad, serious musical. Yeah, That's why I wish he kind of got. If he had stepped in and did the did Bohemian earlier, I'm sure I would have liked it better. Yeah, because I like his take on like, yeah, we don't we'll yada yada some stuff. Like, 
we don't I, like time. I don't even really understand how time passes in this film. Like it'll be one era for an hour, and yeah. then an era for a song, and then another era for ten minutes. Like it, 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 none of that shit matters. It's just it's all about just trying to like have a good time, telling a sad but also fun story. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And yeah. I think he was great. Yeah, uh, he was very good. I, I and he was I, singing for I, real, right? For, yeah. He was, yeah, this is the second time he's done I'm Still Standing, because he also sang it in, in a movie that I really enjoyed. Sing. sing. Yeah, he was great in that. And also, and then didn't Elton Sam John show up in the second uh, Kings, uh, Kingsman? Oh, yeah, he was in Kingsman yeah. 2. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about Kingsman 2. Smart. Well, yeah, smart. smart. That smart. guy's right. You gotta uh, be book smart if you're gonna find that out. Uh, uh, ooh, that, you really, uh... Oh, I fucking love it! Alex's host. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's hear about Booksmart, Russ. Sure, Booksmart, directed by Olivia Wilde. Wow. On the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the girls try to cram four years of fun into one night. I love. Uh, I wish you didn't say it in that tone because it made it sound like a porn. Uh, well, oh uh, well, I, so what? <laughs> um, uh, did you see this, Russ? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I um, no, go ahead. I think it's like another great little addition to the recent trend of doing like high school comedies, whose plain old messages. Um, everyone has their own shit. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Sure there there might be some clicks looking things, but like people are people and people are deep and people got a lot of things going on and well, you can't stop judging anybody. Right. Even if you're the smart right. even if you're the valedictorian, stop judging everybody else. Like people are people. I really, I, and I, I I didn't know that the movie was going to be that. Yeah, I was surprised at that too. I appreciated when that happened because it's like, you know, working in a high school and seeing shit like you see all these kids all the time that are trying so hard to like wear whatever their thing is on their sleeve that it's like god like you you you're fucking missing out on a lot of shit in life and to see that like the to show that the like i guess the two protagonists of this movie are for mo- are more or less wrong hmm. that's like exciting to see in a movie where they're 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 wrong like Everybody else was kind of right, and they were wrong. And it's nice to see like two characters have to kind of contend with that. Like, That's cool. holy yeah. shit! Yeah, what happens when like you think that you did everything the right way, but what if the right way really fucking wasn't the right way? Yeah, that scene in the bathroom is set up so perfectly to really encapsulate the entire movie. That's like yeah. when they're when she's like that very classic. She's overhearing them talk shit about her, so she comes out of the bathroom like, "Here's the hero of our movie." To like totally put these kids in her place and then by the end of the scene you're like oh she's a bad dumb person oh kind of like yeah. fighting with my family <laughs> no Ish. but yeah like it's like when you're when you're young and you're insecure you grab onto one part of yourself yeah and you say i'm gonna make that the thing about me and f everyone else i'm not even gonna bother trying to get to know them yeah this is just who i am so but that's not fucking good like that's not a good idea, and it's fun to watch like your the two protagonists that are like great kids, 
realize, oh shit, we're fucking wrong. It, it's real, and, and it's like it's also just like a fun. It's one of those fun like one night only or two night only type of movies. I thought the fucking dude who uh, I don't even know what his thing was, but who was dating uh, what's her face's daughter, um, Billy Lord. Um, what's he in? He's in. I think he's in like the vacation movie. Oh, the no, the dude from uh, Santa Clarita Diet. I don't watch that show, so yeah, that guy. No, nah, I'm all set. He was great. Um, nope, but he's great. I like that kid a lot. I thought he was really funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really. Granted, it's still high. It's adults playing high school kids. Yeah. Uh, or not adults, but like twenty year olds playing high school kids. But I sure. thought they nailed kind of how high school kids think. So in that respect, and it also had uh, the girl from Ma. Oh yeah, wow. Them, yeah, the making two appearances. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it felt like I love all the cameos were great. Um, mm. I think especially Will Forte and Lisa Kudrow were a wonderful surprise. They're great as parents. Um, were so very very funny in all their scenes. Um, I think the the one weird thing I don't know how much of this is just like teacher me finds this really weird, but I thought like the that I don't remember the actress that teacher going to the party. Oh, Jessica Williams. And then, like, potentially hooking up with that kid. I was like, this is the dumbest thing this movie's done. It doesn't need that. It makes me... It, but as a teacher, it makes me super uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't like for that. a joke. As it should. Yeah. That does not... That... Yeah. That should. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. I was cool with it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Kids these uh-oh. days. Oh. Um, uh-oh. All right. Well... Yeah, I feel weird. I also really liked the uh, scene where they get in uh, the dude's car. Uh, uh, Michael the pizza Bryan, man? the pizza guy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it really fl- it it really plays with your expectations throughout a lot of this movie. Yeah, it, it, I, I think it's an enjoyable film. It it's nothing you need to run out to the theaters to see, but I do think it's like something that uh, would be a good rent. Yeah, uh, or like a good Netflix. Watch. I'm going to try and see that this weekend. Yeah. Um, it, it looked it's been getting great reviews, great word of mouth yeah. for it. Um, yeah, it's it good. It's looks a good really movie. funny. How is the long shot? What did you say? Long shot. Who? Long shot. Oh, is that? That's not on the list. Oh, that's not on the list. But My I, bad. I forgot that I wanted. I to forgot talk... that I saw that. Yeah. Oh, it's not that good. Huh? Real quick. Uh, the long shot, the Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron movie. We didn't talk about that last. Am I forgetting another movie then? Probably. It came out May third. Do you have the list from the last podcast? I don't. Did we talk you about Hellboy? It was Endgame. Yeah, we talked about Hellboy. Did I talk about long shot on that one? Nope. Then what did I see? Did I see Longshot and John Wick in the same day? Probably, I guess because I don't, I don't I don't see one movie anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Longshot was fine. We All don't right. need. Let's skip a rest time roll a little bit. Yeah, yeah. right. um, well, it's way more of a romantic comedy than a, a all out, out and out com- comedy, and it's fine. But you know, no reason to see it. I just want to know because I've been wanting to see it. Yeah. Could have taken this offline. Whatever. whatever. You've been wanting to see it. Well, like, yeah, guys, really wanted to see it. Yeah, it's whatever. Oh. All right, well, guys, this is—I like uh, think this is where I—this is where I leave you, uh, because it's time for you to light this wick. Oh, right, John, right, wick. John Wick! Ooh, John. Forgot that we hadn't actually talked about John Wick yet. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'll be signing off because I actually want to see this and uh, don't want to spoil. Why don't you go see it right now? We could do a non-spoil. Well, yeah, we probably shouldn't spoil anything about this movie. Yeah, uh, why don't you go go enjoy yourself and para wick.
Uh, all right. Prepare for. But also, just go literally go right now to John, go see John Wick at Williamsburg Cinemas. Go see John Wick. Please. It's great, right? It's, it's great. my favorite movie of the year. Period. It's super good. Um. It. Oh man. But I'll rust down it real quick. Yeah. Alex, are you still here? Or are you gone? He's gone. Oh wow, that was that was a. He just he just did he didn't he even, really he really uh, uh, jumped out. Okay. There. That's great. John Wick three, Parabellum, directed by Chad Stahelski. Super assassin John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International yeah. Assassins Guild, and with a fourteen million dollar price tag on his head, he is the target of hitmen and women everywhere. Hitman and women. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so re- real quick, I enjoyed the shit out of a lot of this, but the one thing that was weird for me was I. This was the first time that me not watching trailers or anything or reading anything backfired on me. Yeah. Because I went into this movie thinking it was the last John Wick film, so I was super. No, no but no, here's the thing: trailers wouldn't have told you no. it was. Yeah, but I thought maybe reading about it would tell me a little bit, like because like. I wanted finality to the story, so when it's like when this movie was like at around two hours, I was like, "Wow, I'm interested to see how they wrap this up." And then when it didn't, it kind of left this weird like, "Oh, now I feel weird about how I felt about the pacing of this movie." So I need to see it again. I loved the shit out of the no, stuff that I knew I was gonna love. But... I loved all. Of, I I like this movie I, too. I read everything about it. I watched every trailer. I read every article, and there are I. Thought it was the last one still. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm not. Okay, and, maybe. maybe yeah. Me no, they 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 fucking swerved everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think they realized what they have in this franchise, and I think they realized. Oh wait, I think we're in Fast and Furious territory. We might be able to pump one of these bad boys out every two years, and people might fucking eat it up. And if they get on a cycle where there's a John Wick one year and a Fast and Furious the other year. I'm going to lose my ever-loving fucking mind. Yeah, that's kind of all I, I would love if they do that, and no, nothing against Holly Berry's character, but I would love if they just found another A-list person to take a couple of months to train to do a scene, to do scenes like she did. Every single time. And there's just a new guest star, like yeah. a, a new, like, second... Bear, like, instead really of, like, a Bond girl, it's yeah. just, like, a A-list actor. Who, like, comes in and is, like, someone who helps Wick out. Like, I would fucking love that. It, this... That scene with her and him and the fucking dogs. Oh my god, that was such. How do you film scene. that? How do you film? How do you produce that? Because shit's going on in the background. I, I love so much about that. What other movies don't fucking do and fuck Godzilla. Like when she's doing something, you every once in a while you'll see him doing choreography. Yeah. Thirty feet away. Yeah. Like almost like you would have to. It's almost like find Wick or find her. <laughs> like when. Someone else is on frame, and that's what was wrong with Godzilla. When the people are talking, have them in the foreground, and let me see the monster fight in the background. Which it did do sometimes, but... Disagree. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it was... God, that, that whole sequence was great. I loved how... I was worried about if the dogs would have been like too cute or this, but I thought the whole... Everything that they had them do was perfect. The dogs are fantastic. I mean, I thought... I, 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 though, yeah, I was very concerned about their well-being. But once I realized, nah, these dogs are fucking badass. They're going to be okay. Then I, I, I was able to relax and enjoy it even more. Yeah. But this was just like a fucking really fun theater experience. Yeah, it was. These movies, they just keep getting fucking better. It's crazy. And I'm not saying that. the world. I just think the world gets deeper. Uh, the stakes get... Fucking 
I don't know, man. These movies just fucking rule. And Keanu Reeves is a fucking lefty. And he fucking, in this movie, cut his, cinematically, cut his left ring finger off. And Lionsgate was like, please don't do that. Like, we can change it. Make it your right hand, whatever. Because you're a lefty and you use your left hand a lot. And they were like, nope. We don't care. He's cutting off his left hand. He's cutting off his left finger because it's better for the movie. Because yeah. we know he's a lefty and he uses it more. It's going to make shit more fun. There, there's just such a, a level of attention to detail that you don't realize until you watch this and then watch any other action movie. Yeah, 100%. Um, the, the fight scene, so... Uh, Outside of the raid, which those guys are in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and those guys that, are that awesome in this. End, that was fucking fantastic. I loved that there was, like, a level of respect. Yeah. Where, like, they, oh, when they When they first run into him, they, like, attack him to show that they're serious, but then they, like, help him out and introduce themselves like and seem doing, really, yeah. truly excited. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. And the host of Iron Chef America? Oh, my God. Dude, Marta Cascos, he's been waiting for his moment since, like, The Crow. Uh, this guy. He was, uh, this is why I watched it, he was one of the two main characters in the early 90s Double Dragon film oh, with yeah, Scott, Scott Wolf. Wolf. That's why. He played uh, Billy Lee Billy or Lee. Jimmy, Jimmy Lee. One of the Lee brothers. One of the Lee. Uh, yeah. uh, either ugly or homely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was Jimmy. Yeah, um... Yeah, so this, as you said, the world, how it deepens the world, it does not balk at, like, what John Wick movies do so well is that they will show you more of the world, but they will not get lost in that They won't explain it. it. They, they will won't just, they'll go that far. Like, nope. They'll just let you know it exists. Yeah, John Wick It's has, weird. It's almost like they show you a world like The Wire puts you in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. The Wire didn't explain shit. It was no. just like, here's... Here are characters, and they exist in a world. You have to figure out the world. John Wick does the exact same fucking thing. They don't... I like an action movie that doesn't treat you like an idiot. And this does not. And that's... Yeah. It honors your intelligence, but it still gives you balls to the wall, like, ridiculous action. When they're in that fucking, like, I guess, antique room, and there's all those goddamn knives. Oh, that is one of the... The the knife museum (laughs) part is amazing. Every every fight in in this movie, I was like, oh, man, I can't get better than this. Then the next one happens, like, oh, no, 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 I can't get better than this. Yeah, I, remember how a movie, I, in the first 20 minutes, he kills someone with a horse, and two hours oh, later, yeah. you forget that he killed someone with a horse, because it's incredible from mm-hmm. that, but it's still so good. I totally forgot that he killed someone with a horse. Yeah. Angelica Houston is in this movie. I love like, that, and she just runs the Black Sparrow School, like, <laughs> the Red Sparrow School, I mean. Which, oh, yeah. That which was... it's apparently getting a, which is apparently going to be spin off, spun off into its own... Like ballerina style John Wick, they're they're cinematic universe in John Wick. Okay, awesome. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it. And I mean, they're making a fucking continental TV show. Yeah, are they really? Like, if they could do so much, but what was really important is they just need to find a star who's willing to commit time to make this look real. Like that's I love what Halle Berry clearly trained a lot. Yeah. So her sequences could be shot like they shoot Keanu, which is. From slightly far away, in fluid scenes that you get to see everything that's happening. Yeah. It's not super close up. It doesn't cut away at any impacts. It's you get to see them do this stuff. I felt like this this movie more than two felt just like more close up, um, more like 
I don't know. It's something about like how I rewatched two afterwards, and it opens up with him basically like running down a guy and like throwing his car into people to like kill them. And this is just like, no, this is going to be all hand to hand. Like, yeah, they yeah. really went back to the well. Yeah, like, and I thought that was great. Yeah. Well, I think now, now the thing about the John Wick movies is everybody's like, he's actually doing these things. So this time around, they're like, okay, we'll make sure you see him actually doing these things. Yeah, which is what makes. I mean, the I. This is like a fucking expertly shot film. Yeah, it really is. It's because they have like eschewed that like born identity, quick cut, quick edit, uh, grapple bullshit, and you see every single thing. That yeah, you know it's fake, but the yeah. fact that the cardio that it must take to film these scenes is ridiculous. Especially I'd be tired in- over and over and over again. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things online. You can see a lot of videos of, of Keanu training uh, for a lot of these stuff, and especially like, the gun stuff he's done. Like he can do, all, like he's done all of that, like the quick reloads, the real tactical movement. Like there's a lot of fun videos of him watching training that stuff. It's great, and it's just like it's the quick cut stuff that drives me crazy because there's this there's this interview with Jackie Chan from like maybe 15 years ago, Makes and sense. he's talking about why people love his movies so much and doesn't doesn't like a lot of other action movies, and he talks about that same thing. He's like don't quick cut. Don't like show the impact. Yeah. Show that someone got hit, and also what Jackie, what Jackie was so famous for, like show that hitting people also hurts you. Yeah. Like you should be tired by the end of this. Right. Yeah. And, right. And it took until like stuntmen to direct yeah. movies for us to really be able to see how. Well, yeah. Like this could these be. guys do that. Like the, uh, this guy does it. The, uh, I, the reason I enjoyed Atomic Blonde was because that the fucking the the stairwell scene. She's exhausted. Yeah. That's the other guy who, like, because it was the first John Wick was co-directed, but since then they've kind of branched out. Yeah. The one guy stuck with John Wick. The other guy has gone out and done Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, Um, that's okay. But everyone looks tired. Yeah. As you fucking should. Like, fighting is exhausting. But just last thing before I, because I could talk about John Wick 3 all day, because it's probably, it is my number one right now. And I loved Endgame, but John Wick 3 just did everything for me. I agree, yeah. I mean, Uh, besides Godzilla, this is definitely my number one of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) have have you guys heard that allegedly Keanu Reeves is in Hobbs and Shaw? What? What? Is he the voice of Yeah, that's a big. Is he a that's love a big interest? rumor right now. Is he it's a big rumor right now that the past? Oh, actually, that's the, all right. It's a big rumor that he is like the actual big bad of that movie. That's awesome. Because that's Derek. That's the other. That's the other director who was also one of his Matrix stuntmen from back in the day. So I, I think oh, there's a lot of credence to be had. God, the with Matrix him being a villain in the Furious Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah uh, takes his takes his bend, and because you, you said Matrix and takes out. I think I think the Matrix quote was the Perfect. smartest thing they could have done in that situation. Loved it because I I think that it was so natural for that scene, and I think if you don't make the quote, people will talk about how you could have made the quote. Yeah, and then also having uh, what's the actor's name? Lance uh, Reddick. Yeah. Oh, him them fighting together finally. Yeah, great. Oh my god! When they got the fucking shotguns, I just loved how quiet he was. He's like. Just you could tell he was pissed off that his hotel's getting fucked up. It was yeah, because so well, because oh, John comes in obviously tired because he's been doing this for like a fucking week. Yeah, um, and it's like 
be like talking to Winston is like this, and Lance Reddick comes in as Charm. you said, pissed, <laughs> yeah, silently walking over, and then immediately just starts talking about the shotgun. Yeah. Oh my god! And I love it when they like they're uh, they have to come back in. and They're just like we need different guns. <laughs> just like take what you need. Um. Oh my god! That just it's great. I I feel like everyone was having even though this was like a very difficult production because everyone is really working their asses off. Yeah. I feel like it must have been just so fun to be there. Get Alex back on the call. Yeah. Uh, the Judicator. So was Judicator that the yeah. character's name? Yeah, Judicator, yeah. They were great, AJK Del- yeah. who I they're in billions. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I thought that was a great addition. I yeah, it did deepens the world. Yeah. What did you guys think of the desert sequence? I, I think oh, the one. Hold part. on. All right, we we got we got Alex on the call Alex now. Alex is back. Alex is back. How is John Wick what three? Up? Did you see John Wick three? Oh man, you guys. Let me tell you something, brother. Brother. When when John Wick shows up and he says, "Got a light." Oh man! Um, imagine if he said that. That would have. Yeah, fucking it was so weird that they held this back podcast down. Showing John Wick for forty minutes in this movie. <laughs> It was real, yeah. It was just like the third man, where you know, there's, you're just waiting. You're just like, "Where's John Wick? Where's John Wick?" Um, but uh, to, to your point, Pete, that one, I thought that was a little weird. That part, I didn't like. The, I thought that sequence could have been cut down a great deal. Yeah, because I don't think it. But everything I else, I don't think it added anything to the world. Yeah, but I think it's about uh, the next movie. Never, yeah, yeah. But I can't wait for the next, and that's two years away from like less than two years away now. And I'm sure it's there's going to be one more after yeah. that. I really like that actor, though. I never remember his name. I don't remember his who name. Who played the, uh, the person in the desert. Uh, Don the Quixote. dude from Wonder Woman? Yes, yeah, yeah. The, the, French, the Frenchman in Wonder Woman, right? Uh, the Moroccan. Moroccan. The Moroccan. I think he was super French. In the, I don't know. Um, yeah. Why did you bring Alex back? No Because he's got to end the podcast. He's oh, the host. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, on behalf of Pigs... Russ, Peter, and myself. Uh, you, we are. If you enjoyed this, hold on. I got this. You can find us online at Movie Movie PC on Twitter and Movie Movie Podcast dot com, and at the Creek We're of the Cave. Fucking on there too, dude. So constantly there. You should probably. Uh, and 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 if you like this, you can see us live at the Creek of the Cave in our. What's, that, what's our improv troop name? <laughs> it's the priest, the beekeeper. Uh, the third Thursday of every month in what's Long Island City. Show? Pig pile. What's the name? What's the date of our next show? I don't know. June twentieth. June twentieth. I wasn't ready to do this. Tiggs, you got your job back. <laughs> You can find us on the web moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us at moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And as Alex was just said, he said all that. And he was also saying and fumbling around that we are the priest and the beekeeper. And you can catch us the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City, Long Island City's beautiful The Creek. Oh, yeah, it's silly. Long Island? Oh, that would be such a great name for a comedy place. Let's do it. Um, yeah, uh, Pig Pile is our show. We do it with our good friends and co-hosts, Zach Sims and, uh, Nick Maritato. Uh, it's called Pig Pile, 8 o'clock, third Thursday of every month. You guys should come out. We got, uh, cheap beers and cheap food and good food. So you should, uh, come hang out with us. Tell us that, or tell Alex to go see some movies. Yeah. Thank you for saving me, Tiggs. No, well, I, you know, that's what I do. That's what I do. 
right. Nothing else you saw there? You didn't no, see a dog's I, journey? I, okay, I, I saw, I saw uh, Longshot the same day I saw Pikachu, and I saw John Wick alone on one day. John Wick alone is the name of the next one. Oh, that's great. That would be awesome. Oh, but I can't believe I lo- I actually, by the end of the movie, enjoyed the subtitle. I was so mad when they gave I know, John Wick I was, a subtitle. Yeah. I was like, I don't think you need a subtitle. And I was like, I like oh, the subtitle. Oh, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Alex, was- thanks for hosting. Oh, thank you, Tiggs. I think you might have to do this from now on. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I vote, so. I vote, I, I, I vote. This was fantastic. Best intro of all time. Best outro of all time. Pete just fell on the couch. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on the Movie Mood Podcast. Late.